Venetics, with Gabriel of Urantia and Neon Emerson Chase, a series of weekly teachings on spiritual leadership, soul growth, and the principles of divine administration, presented by the mandate of the bright and morning star at the University of Ascension Science and the Physics of Rebellion. The title of this teaching is The Unified Personality Pattern of Jesus, The Acme of Religious Living. Here is Neon Emerson Chase. The eternal son of paradise is the pattern of personality for the uh, grand universe. And um, Jesus is the son of God, the creator's son. He came and he is within that sun circuit. So for this world, he is a pattern of personality for us. That doesn't mean we're supposed to imitate exactly everything he did. After all, he is an individual, and we each are individuals with our unique proclivities and our unique personality bestowal also within us that we're unfolding into. Um, but there are attributes of character that we can all strive for um, that uh, Jesus had. All of the people on this planet are children of the universal Father, God of all, and that was one of Jesus' main messages when he was here, that it was he was born into a Jewish family. But his message was not um, that... Uh, the Jewish people are the chosen people and that God only loves them and you have to become them or whatever for God to love you. He taught that God is the father of all children all over the planet, regardless of race, regardless of religion, um, nationality, or whatever. You know, every every generation there are people who forget that beautiful teaching and that's that that we are all brothers and sisters under God's eyes on this planet but because of free will choices of human beings many people aren't receptive to that message and therefore they're not really aware of uh, that sense of brotherhood and sisterhood or that sense of being a child of the creator of God and so, in a way, they're orphans. And Talias Van wrote a song with the spiritual orphans. It's a very, you know, that's a powerful, powerful um, um, concept of feeling orphaned, even though you might have very loving parents and, and have a supportive family. But I, if you, in any way, any soul who feels a disconnect from uh, spirit, in the world of spirit, and the presence of God's spirit within us, the universal Father's spirit within us, um, can help but feel orphaned in some way, deep down. Our dominant culture of extreme materialism has all kinds of distractions to keep us from really paying attention to that innate desire that is within us to know God and to become God-like or like God. But it is in 
every human being. Um, thinking Jesus was always, uh, you know, he's, he approached life from a positive perspective. He was an optimist, but he wasn't unrealistic. He didn't look at the world through rose-colored glasses, as the saying goes. He, he was quite the realist. He was practical. He had a lot of common sense. Um, he was a scientist. Um, he was a philosopher. And uh, he was a carpenter, a fisherman. He was just a full-fledged, rounded human being, and yet he had an essence of the divine in him also, and, of course, an awareness of the world of spirit. When we become aware of the spirit, living spiritual forces uh, around us and within us and the presence of a threefold spirit of God within us, when we discover true religion and spirituality, sometimes we can sort of lose it as human beings. When I say we, I'm talking about human beings in general because we get so excited and then we become imbalanced and lose our practicality, our common sense, our scientific reasoning, and all of that. The ideal, of course, is for people to find their way back into... Um, the balance that Jesus had when he walked this planet. We all know people who tend to be more negative or pessimistic when they view reality and circumstantial reality. And then we know people that have a tendency to be more positive and optimistic. Um, and um, we need to have a balance of that because we have to be aware of the evil in the world. Jesus most certainly was. There was some strong language that was used in this section we just read about that Jesus had love of the sinner, but he had hatred of sin. Now that's strong because his whole main message in life was love and mercy. However, he did hate sin. And he was intolerant of it also was another strong word used. He was indignant with evil. And he expressed that. And he did hold people accountable, especially people of all walks of life accountable for their wrongdoing. And of course, people who had more power and influence and control over others, he held them more accountable, whether they were be a political leader or a religious leader. And um, so uh, he was always respectful of other people's way of worship, even though it might be in a very, very primitive um, religion that had a lot of uh, superstition. He, he was respectful of people's awareness of spirit and the, their spiritual um, Awareness that they were also spiritual beings in some way. But he would attack religious traditions that just brought a lot of pain and misunderstanding. And he did, these are words, strong words. He assaulted the heirs of religion. Now, those are strong words. And so he would really get a lot of people um, upset. 
because he had back to the being positive and being uh, having a positive outlook on life and being optimistic life, um, I think people of faith, people who have encountered the spirit of God within them and are developing and growing into that, uh, they, we also share the divine enthusiasm, that's language that was used in this section we read, the di divine enthusiasm for life. And some people thought he was beside himself because they didn't understand it. Most people who are pessimistic, who are negative, they, they, they aren't very tolerant of people who are more positive about life. Uh, because they don't understand, and sometimes they may uh, think they're nuts or whatever, but, <laughs> but uh, as some did with Jesus, because they didn't understand his enthusiasm for those things that are not seen with just with our eyes, things that are above material things. It's a challenge in our dominant culture um, in this country as well as basically Western um, civilization and um, other civilizations and other uh, societies and countries are wanting that type of materialistic society too. The more materialistic uh, a society becomes, the more established it becomes, the more challenging it is for individuals to then um, encounter the spiritual aspect of life. I do appreciate that in our culture here in divine administration that almost all of us here do have a respect for people who um, are on some type of spiritual path and are truly, genuinely trying to live the tenets of that religion. And, all, and there's a commonality through all religions basically of living love, kindness, mercy, being united with others, and a sense of brotherhood and sisterhood from the original tenets of those religions. But then you get offshoots of people that go fundamentalistic, and those are the ones who have given religions a wrong name, a bad name. And it can even turn into terrorism in our history. Uh, on this planet, there's terrible, terrible incidences of religious wars in the name of God or whatever they named God. And God, of course, had nothing to do with them. But it can turn people off to religion in general. So many people discover and decipher between religion and spirituality. Uh, they don't like religion, but they are spiritual people. Now, true religion, though, in all of the established, institutionalized religions, there is a tenet of true religion in many of those belief systems that people have found a way to express um, their spiritual life. So you don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, which is a mistake many do, and that is not what Jesus did. So within his Jewish tradition, and he loved the Jewish teachings, many of them from their sacred texts, but he also um, 
could decipher and discern that which was incorrect and was wrong about who God is, what God is, and what true um, religion is, and that's what he would correct, but he would always bring forth that which was true and good of not only the Jewish religion that he grew up in, but of other religions and philosophies that he encountered. If you recall, when um, he was with 17-year-old Gained, and uh, they traveled for a couple years, and he was his tutor, and he and Gained uh, studied the main world religions of those days and what those their main beliefs were and what um, the the unified teachings of all those religions and those teachings within each of those religions that we can uphold. In this section that we just read about Jesus' personality, it says several times that he had a unified personality. There was symmetry in his personality. There was a, an exquisite and balanced unification. He was a well-poised personality. I think most people that have any type of serious personality disorder, it's because they have not unified, they have not begun to integrate with their true personality pattern. We each have one that was gifted to us from the universal father of all, and each one, they have some commonalities, but each one is unique unique. It's like a huge reservoir that we can develop and grow in and unfold in. And it's a very real part of us that is of eternal value. Um, and so people with personality disorders, they are not at all, they haven't integrated with their true self. Many people run around with false identities. They haven't really identified who they really are and begin to discover that, and so they're confused. Um, and so there's so many names, and I think every year there's more names added to uh, what are considered mental disorders and personality disorders. Now, of course, um, I think that we all um, can suffer momentarily a disconnection from our true selves and momentarily lose ourselves, take a detour, whatever. Um, but if we have at our core a connection to God, the universal father, whatever you don't even, that person doesn't even have to name it at that time, but they don't feel so orphaned and have an understanding of another reality, a spiritual reality, they have a better chance to find a path to personality unification. And it's a lifelong process. We, you know, we have our ups and downs because we're caught in these material bodies and the chemical makeup of these material bodies and our environment and the circumstances and this world is very challenging at times to live in. However, if we cling to the 
essence of God that is within us, that spirit. And we begin to find kindred spirits in other human beings. Um, we can then begin to have a more positive outlook on life, more optimistic, because a person who is positive in their outlook sees the potential of what can happen within themselves, within other personalities, within the world. And seeing the potential of what could be is, is what helps us move forward and strive for more. Um, however, we can, as we grow and see the potential, especially as we grow more aware of the spirit world and grow more in love with our fellow humans and see their potential, we can also get very discouraged by <laughs> the reality of the moment. And how could we ever do this? We, there's not enough resources, blah, 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 whatever. But when you have the faith, to see that potential, seeming miracles can happen and tremendous movement forward for an entire civilization can happen by the, because those people who see the potential move forward and say, here's the vision. Let's see if we can make that vision happen. Or even if you get 10%, of that vision manifested, that's 10% more than was before. And so it's a constant moving forward. And I think that Jesus' life, that's in every generation, for every soul who is open and receptive, they will get that vision that's applicable to their time and place. On this world. And when Jesus was here, he said many times, I'm not here just for you and just, just for you in this little bioregion of the planet or this time area. I am here for all people of the entire world and not only this world, but other worlds that you're not aware of. And I'm also here for the generations to come. And in these days especially, may we let love shine, as the song we just listened to, and leave any kind of hate and pettiness behind. Venetics, a weekly podcast highlighting the teachings of Gabriel of Urantia and Neon Emerson Chase. Founders of the University of Ascension Science and the Physics of Rebellion, home of the Global Temple of Divine Administration. For those who feel called to serve humanity as destiny reservists, visit uaspr.org. We bid you come. <laughs>